Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name is Brent. I'm your host. This is a show we rate, review, and talk about RPGs. And with me, like always, is Nick Season 5 Biatch Gantner. What's happening, man? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say like always. Sometimes I'm not around and you have other people on doing jank. But I guess it's for the most part, almost always. But I, I'm pretty good. How you doing? <laughs> doing pretty good, man. They said we wouldn't make it, man. They said we'd never make it. But here we are. Who's they? I nobody, because nobody listens to the show to tell us one way or the other. So that's true. Even when they do, they just have nothing but complaints. High high five people on the internet. So all five of them are out there cheering that we made it season five, and then except for C Tune, he's not very happy about it. No. He doesn't like five, so we're on a we're in a weird number for him. It is what it is. Um, but if you're new here by chance that you've somehow stumbled upon to this catastrophe of a podcast, um, what we do typically is we take a game, we break it down to a few categories, give it a score one through five. Uh, we have gameplay, story, visuals, music, overall, and our new category for season five is extra content. It's basically replayability renamed, and Nick's just gonna get used to that. Um, Oh, first time hearing of it. Yep, I did it right like like ten minutes ago. It's uh, that was a decision I made, and we're sticking with it because uh, fuck it. I mean, even if we change it by the next review, because shit, really, it's our it's, show. We do what we want. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like the that the last category doesn't even really go into consideration when we do our end of the year rack and stack anyway. So it's just for just for shits and it's just fluff people it's just us adding more minutes to the podcast it's all it really is let's be fair i'd say uh nothing goes into the end of the year review except how i feel at the point in time that we're saying oh this game how do i feel about it where it goes on the list and I'm like blow this above that moving you give, on you give me stress nick like it's not my fault you live a structured life and i live a little bit more free hippie Shit, it's probably I get it from Nicole, I guess. Yeah, no, I I'm, I would say so. That's probably fair. I I mean I'm I I uh, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> so we're just gonna rock and roll with it. Uh, and then first, as always, is gameplay. Okay. Oh, we didn't even talk about what we're playing. We're talking about Evo Land, by the way. Available yeah. just about everywhere. Uh, it's like ninety nine cent on the App Store. I don't know what it is on Steam. Uh, PSN has Evo Land one and two in a bundle. 
Yes. Man. It's uh it's twenty. If I did that, I would have just played it on goddamn PlayStation. Some bitch. Yeah, but it's twenty dollars for the bundle, bro. Is it? Yeah, it's not. Well, Evil Land Two must be worth much more than Evil Land One. It must be worth eighteen dollars. So, uh, yeah. That was new edition, not the flat. Yep. So oh, it came uh, out this year. That's why. All right. Uh, yeah. So. Evil Land 1, like I said, available in all those places. Gameplay, it's based, so I don't know how I would describe this. It is a RPG, it's like an homage or a, it's almost like a, a spoof more than, more than an homage because like a lot of the unlocking mechanisms make jokes about certain RPG mechanics. So... I don't really know. It's some maybe maybe farce. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, but essentially, you're exploring a map, uh, essentially, and you're finding treasure chests that unlock new mechanics for the game. So basically, when you start out to black and white, there's only one line of graphics, and you can only move to the right. And then you hit a treasure chest, and then you can move to the left, and then you can move omnidirectional, and then you're adding color, and then you get a sword, and then you get, you know, uh, smoother movement, and then you get uh, upgraded colors or music or sound effects. Like, you unlock these in very sort of small tiers as you progress through this. It's a very short game, um, but you sort of unlock more and more advanced mechanics um, that are what you would call like your typical RPG tropes. So like there's the airship and um, the themed dungeon. And of course the final boss, even like even one of the chests unlocks plot and you get a little title card. Um, so uh, that's, that's basically how the game progresses. And at each step, I mean, there's a turn-based fighting system. There's uh, regular swing your sword like overworld exploration thing like an action rpg yeah um there's well i guess zelda yes it's it's obviously copying zelda yeah there's bombs you get a bow you get your sword shield yep and then there's then there's the i guess it's like your major overworld with your random battles that are turn-based that are very much final fantasy like even the airship looks like the high wind um, you get a braver sword at one point, so um, it's uh, a Buster sword, not a braver sword. Sorry. Um, there's even a card game. It's pretty much the one from uh, Triple Triad. It's pretty, yeah, it's Triple Triad. Um, so that's or is it the one from uh, Nine? Oh, it might be. It might be Tetra Masters. I think it is Tetra Master. Yeah, because it's the numbers in each of the. Uh, Shit. I mean, the games are pretty much very similar, but I don't think they've got letters in this. I think yeah. Triple Triad has letters, and that goes above nine. Thing, yeah. Like I don't know. I don't really play it very much. But yeah, like I, I didn't either. Um, it was very unimportant. Uh, and so yeah, and each, I mean, every element that you unlock there, while there are plenty of elements you unlock, it's just the the most base version of what you would see in any RPG. Like it's only meant to be there to sort of 
hey, remember when this came out? Just remember you. Hey, you remember how this works? You know, and that's really that's really it. Uh, as far as gameplay goes, I don't think they did. <sighs> Go ahead. I'll just say. I felt like it created a very unique experience, though, because the game's growing as you're yeah, yeah. playing it. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's Evil Land, I guess. But it's very unique in the aspect that as you're moving along and growing your character and you're exploring the world or whatever, the game is literally evolving with you. Yeah. So. And I, that's, I mean, and I don't think they did any particularly one of those mechanics wrong. Like, I think everything works the way it's supposed to. There's just yeah. not a lot of depth there. But like Nick said, it is, it, it, that's each of the individual mechanics isn't really the point of the game. The point of the game is that you are, uh, playing through each of these stages of RPGs, really. Like, from the most basic to, semi uh modern with some of the mechanics uh it's just uh yeah i mean it's really I mean, uh, there's nothing much more to say <laughs> yeah is there anything that you didn't didn't like uh I, there are some early portions where before you have like health bar, like actual fucking hearts like you touch an enemy you get uh, game yeah, over. yeah it's like okay come on yeah whatever it, so i played on the phone and I don't see how kids these days use those touchscreen joysticks or whatever. But before I had health, it was the most miserable thing because like I just I barely moved the wrong way into a stupid squid monster and just game over. I have to load from a save like I guess that's technically part of the experience because it's like, aha, this is very much like an old RPG where you just fucking die. To something stupid and you got to go back to a save point yeah. but uh it's that and it's sort of like uh i mean so the things that have problems are the things that were really problems with stuff of the era like uh like the like before you really get a whole lot of fidelity in your uh 2d graphics like some of the navigation and remembering how to get back around to some of the chests can be uh, frustrating there's a lot of backtracking for if you're trying to get all the stars which is kind of Meh. Um, you don't. You only get an achievement out of it, right? Like, yeah, it's, actually... it's yeah, it's only achievement. Yeah, it's, it doesn't give you anything. Um. So, um, none of the fights were particularly hard. Like, even the final boss was super basic and easy. Um, but I think I think the whole point of the game is, like you said, just to introduce this concept that the game changes as you play it. Like, not just introducing new mechanics, but the game is fundamentally changing as you play it. Like, it's evolving. So, um, what do you score gameplay? Uh, I guess I'll give it a three and a half. All right. I'm like at a three. Like, uh, it, uh, I was at a three, but then I decided that it's probably an experience I'll never actually get again. That's fair. It's unique to say, give it a little bump up. All right, I'll I, I follow you. I'll follow that half point and give it a three and a half, too. I can, I can, uh, I can play that ball. All right. So we're going to take our first musical break. Uh, it's my choice. I chose the field music, the 16-bit version of the field music. We're going to listen to a little bit of that. When we come back, we're going to talk about story. If there is any... 
right, Nick. Is there a plot in here? What's the plot? Uh, kind of. Uh, I don't really remember too much about it, but I remember you meet this little girl, and she's like, you gotta help my village out, or something, and you go get this crystal thing, mm-hmm. and uh, as the game world like expands a little bit, like you learn uh, something about there's darkness or some shit somewhere, and you gotta take the airship to go find new shit, and kill the big boss at the end i'll be honest with you i don't really remember too much about the story yeah there's not a whole lot there it's it's basically there's darkness you're the chosen hero you're sent to stop it in very much sort of those words and um like i think the final boss even says like it wants to destroy the world because once upon a time there were lots of demon people like him and they were hunted for their horns so now he wants to come back and destroy the world like, even though he's seen so many amazing things, now it's time for him to destroy the world. And he even has two phases, like bosses do. He's got big armor version and then little anime version. Um, so, yeah, there's really no plot here. It's 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 making fun of the standard uh, RPG plot. We're emerging evil. You are somehow the chosen hero since to stop it. And... Uh, I think the girl dies. Doesn't the girl die? So it's like, uh, yeah, and there's like even tragedy. So it's just kind of like these very high level tropey um, plot points. So yeah, I'm gonna give the story a one and a half. What are you giving it? A a one. <laughs> like it exists. It exists because it has to exist. That's the only reason it's there. Like, Basically, need, it. it's an RPG, and you need to have a plot. And so they just said, "This is it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I am curious because, like, this game was only what, like, five or six hours long. Like, it's really, if it's that, that yeah. yeah, it's maybe four. Um, I think you can do it in three. I don't. It's really, it's really stupid and short. Like, it's really stupid short. But I am curious because the second one is like 20, 30 hours. So I am very curious about what they do with the plot or what they do to make the this concept a 20 hour game. You know, well, from what I've seen of Evil Land 2, it looks like it starts off more fleshed out anyway. I guess like it starts yeah. off as an actual RPG. OK. But I don't know anything about it. Yeah, so... Oh, it looks like they still have concepts from Chrono Trigger because it says something about you travel through time. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'm just curious as to what the Evo... Like, the evolution part of it is. If there is any. If if it's not just them picking up where we left off. I mean, I'm just curious as to what they do with the concept to make it a 20-hour game. Not that I will play it uh, now or anytime soon, because we right. have a rather full slate. I'm just curious. Well, so I'm, I looked up a plot summary uh, okay. just now. It says the easiest way to explain everything is to realize that the people in the game reset when time resets as well. So there's a character named Giro that is probably pre-amnesia Kuro, which I guess is the main character. Obviously, you haven't played. I don't know who the fuck these people are. Uh, and this person loses his memory when somebody else pushes him into a portal that leads to the I, 
something called the Spell Buck Forest, which I guess is the starting area. Okay. Uh, and the two people had no idea their kid would wind up being another character, and they are presumably killed when that character is taken away at a young age, and they're buried. Okay, so apparently there's a whole big time fucking fuckery thing with characters are actually parents of other characters and nobody knows and all kinds of shit. Pass. Um, yeah. So that's the plot of Evo Land One. Uh, what's there? Two? Uh, no, no. I'm saying we are done. We're 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 cutting <laughs> off the Evo Land Two tumor that seems to be growing yeah. out of this review and uh, wrapping up the plot of Evo Land One. Uh, we're gonna go right into our second musical break. Uh, normally, you know, this comes after story because we spend a lot of time talking about story. But when there's uh, maybe 12 lines of relevant dialogue in the entire game, it's kind of hard to talk about for any period of time. So uh, yeah. we're going to listen to what you choose here, Nick. Uh, just the 16-bit battle theme. Six, yeah, there's there's really not, not the 8-bit one, but the 16-bit one. 16, the retro one. I got you. So we're going to listen to this, and we come back, we're talking about visuals and music. different at every stage um i think i was okay with all of like the 2d graphics and like the 3d graphics are kind of cheap looking though uh i don't care for the big big head like 3d thing um yeah i thought the 2d elements were fine um because they're retro like they're supposed to be until like when he pops into 3d and it's just it's got this huge head and this itty bitty body you feel like you're playing with a like a Funko Pop, and mm. um, I don't know. I just don't care. There's not. I feel like every game that does it is of like this indie like uh, time frame there, and it's just super cheap. And I'm not a fan. Um, I definitely agree with you on the whole big head thing when he's in 3D. It's really jarring. Like it doesn't 
Like, cause he's it's like proper scale in two D, and then all of a sudden he's not anymore. And it's like, okay, I don't understand the the choice for this, but all right. Yeah. I did think it was yeah. neat though when you go from being a child to being an adult after eating that seed or whatever. Yeah. And the I guess the the game zooms out a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay, so it's different different perspective. You get a little bit more range of view or whatever. Like, okay, yeah. that's cool. Because I was wondering why everything was fucking so big at the beginning of the game. Yeah, and it all kind of scales down and tilts. So, mm-hmm. um, that I mean, you're right. That's cool. But, I mean, I think the 3D was weak. The 2D elements were fine. Um, yeah, it generally looked goofy, I guess. So. I mean, that must have been what they were going for. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's probably what they're going for. It's just, it's not my cup of tea. So, that's on me. What are you going to score it? Uh, three. All right, three. Eh, I can give it a three too. I'm not. I'm not gonna hate on it that bad. Um, it's just not for me. Um, the music here uh is, it's not necessarily bad. I think the title seems kind of kind of junk. Um, but uh, the rest of it's okay. You hear it's this. It's thankfully it's a short game, so even though you hear the same music over and over and over again. Um, it is cool when the, when you unlock the, to hear it like sort of, uh, flow from the eight bit to the 16 bit, when you unlock 16 bit audio, um, that's kind of a cool change, but, uh, I mean, I, final boss theme is fun, which we're going to listen to that. And, you know, I picked the field theme cause that was probably the next whatever. It's just not a lot to listen here to, to here. It's, it's like 14 tracks total. Um, they're not bad, but they're also pretty generic, but I guess that may be the point. Yeah. Oh, the best part is like what three or four or five of the tracks are just repeated from eight bit to 16 bit. So there's yeah. really yeah. only like eight tracks. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I'm kind of there with the music. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like groundbreaking or anything. It's largely forgettable, but it's not nothing too grinding on the ears it seems like something one dude could have done in free like in free loops in high school you know what i'm saying like it's 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 okay um so i i'm giving it a two and a half where you at uh, i'll just be consistent and guess and give it a three i mean i think so if we look at this versus the other short small titles we've played um like the i think the gimmick of this game carries enough weight to sort of pull you through the rest of this stuff right because it is yeah. uh, it's a unique experience it is a gimmick but it's 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 a unique experience enough to kind of pull you through the rest of it and it sort of pulls you through it fast enough before anything gets kind of wearing like you just kind of you get to rip right through it it's like as a whole you experienced it it's a fun little thing. Um, so, well, yeah, I guess it's like it? you're, you spend a couple of minutes playing and you're like, okay, I wonder what I unlock next. And you get that little dopamine hit or whatever and you keep on chugging. Yep. So, um, let's listen to the final boss theme real quick. When we come back, we'll talk about overall um, experience and extra content. Um, just kind of, we're just kind of blowing through this. We'll talk about some stuff when we're done. But uh, it's really, there's not a lot to, to really, uh, sink our teeth into on this one so yeah it ain't cold steel nothing but 
yeah, let's listen to Final <laughs> Boss theme when we come back. Overall, extra content. So like I say every time, overall experience is an expectations versus reality thing. Um, I had played most of Evo Land before. I I bought it on Steam like when it came out. I had played an hour and a half. Like I think I just got like surprisingly I think I was actually pretty far. But I think I had got to um, when you get to the town, the first town, or the town, and uh, I just put it down. I guess I got distracted, never came back to it. Because it is kind of one of those things that you kind of it kind of wants you to pull through in one sitting. It's not one of those things you're going to sit down and come back to or anything. Yeah. So um, I was just I just knew it was a short one. I knew I remember it being a very interesting mechanic when I played it. That's kind of why I brought us back around to it. Um, it is fun though. Like I think we've been kind of dour on it because there's not a lot of substance there. Um, I don't regret having spent. How, the, whatever hours I spend in it, I think it's worth the couple dollars that you spend to buy it. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a fun little gimmick. It's interesting. Like you said, you get, you get so many treasure chests back to back to back and they're close enough. You kind of, you do keep getting that little dopamine hit. It was like, Ooh, what's in this chest? Ooh, what's in this chest? Um, that you, you keep getting pulled forward. So for me, overall experience is a four. Okay. About, where are you at on overall? Uh, I guess I'm just jaded with the whole thing because I was playing it and I'm like, all right, I mean, it's fun for what it is. I guess I got my money's worth, but I guess I've just been lately been playing stuff with so much depth yeah, to it that I was playing this and I was like, this feels really, I guess just banal for lack of a better term. And I don't, I don't. I think I would say I, I enjoyed myself playing it, but I did not not enjoy myself playing it. I was just kind of experiencing it, and then when it was done, I was like, "Okay." I think that I th- happened. I think we're two sides of the same coin here, where it's we've been playing, or I've been playing Trails. I know you've moved on to bigger and better things by now, but uh, like I've been playing such stuff that's so like uh, a lot of concentrating, a lot. Of, it's very like you said, it's a, it's 
very dense material. And so for me, it was nice to take some of my gaming time and just play something stupid and simple and just be like, I like a chest and do my thing like and knock it out in a day. So I I think I think we're coming from the same point of view, but took it different ways. Yeah, different expectations. Okay. So um, and that's fair. So what what do you I'm not saying it's a bad game. I just it's not what I. Yes. And and to just that that point in time, that's that's 100 percent fair. So what are you giving it overall? Uh, I'll give it a two and a half. Okay, that's fair. Um, extra content. There really is none unless you get all the cards and all the stars for your achievements. So one and a half because there is something extra to do. Yeah, I mean, I spent like what fifteen minutes playing the card game and beating all the the, the championship, whatever, yeah. like whatever cards I had when I got to the city. Like, I was like, I'm gonna knock all this shit out, and that actually was challenging enough for me at that point in time to be a little more engaging than what the rest of the game was because I think I was going yeah, was but fighting, like the strong the strongest deck with shitty cards, and I played like ten times just hoping to get a decent startup. Yeah, and I finally was able to get a decent amount of cards and they misplaced things and I beat it. And I was like, I had like maybe two or three seconds of, all right, great. Awesome. And then I was back to just being like, okay, back to the, uh, sneak preview. Shit. Uh, you know what a card game I don't like is blades. Blade? I hate blade or whatever the fucking game is called. I am not you, a fan to get the benefits out of it. You just have to lose as quick as possible. Yeah, I understand that. But like, there is a part of me that's like, no, Fuck you, Fee. I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> okay. Like I don't it's know. Like, it's kind of like war, but with some extra bullshit, and you, yeah. you see what you've got ahead of time. It took me until like chapter six to realize that the stupid staff could heal a mirror or a lightning thing. You didn't read the rules. There's literally at the bottom of the list. It says cards and. I read through most of the rules, but that, it, when when you are introduced to Blade, you have spent so much time reading about systems at that point, I gave zero fucks, okay? So, fuck off. It is what it is. It, it ha- sounds like you're just blaming, blaming the game for your, your own your own flaws there, Brent. Uh, no, the game... Alright, this, this is... This is that's, next, <laughs> that's next time. That's next time. Extra I thought co- Blade was fun. What do you play Blade 2 and Cold Steel 2? Fuck off. Uh, do we have to? Uh, you don't have to. I'll talk about it with Kuja or some shit. I'm done with it. So. No, I mean, I very much want to play the second one. It's just I don't. We'll talk about it. We're, we're not there yet. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll, just, uh, uh, extra All content. Right. What are you scoring it? One. One. That's fine. All right. We're going to listen to Boss Theme because that's what Nick chose. 16-bit version. If there yes. is an 8-bit version. version. We're going to listen to that. When we come back, we're going to talk about all the stuff we were trying not to talk about.
Okay. So my copy of Fire Emblem should be on its way very soon. Oh, shit. I so, didn't think you were going to play it. No, I didn't say I wasn't going to play it. It was just a matter of getting the money to buy the game. Okay. So I got it. It's going to come to me, and we're going to play it. So I'm playing. I have nothing but free time the next couple months, maybe. <laughs> so I'll be playing it. Months? Holy shit. Uh, probably, hopefully not that long, but I haven't got, I haven't heard anything back from anybody, and that's, I'm assuming because I don't live in the area at the moment. Yeah. So, so um, our game after Trails, Cold Steel One, will be the new Fire Emblem game for the Switch. Uh, do we do we know how long that game is yet? Have we heard anything about how long that game is? Uh, okay, so I've heard a bunch of things. I've heard people have taken eighty hours to finish their first playthrough. I've heard the game is super easy. And so I'm wondering if people are just grinding yeah, and making it really easy on themselves or if they are legit. I, ha- I highly doubt reviewers are legit playing for 80 fucking hours because most of them just pump it and dump it with their games and try to get a review out as fast as possible. So, but uh, there's been, the game was leaked early and some people, I don't think the people have finished it yet, but people okay. have been posting like plot spoilers. Like I know all the plot already. Why would uh, you do that? Because it was in a fucking topic. People were like, just talking about something. I was doing some stuff on, looking at some stuff on GameFAQs. So like, what do you think about this and that? So I clicked on it. I was reading some stuff, just conjecture, then bam. Hey, there's four, there's four different plot paths and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. That's okay. cool. Good to but know. I am pretty... If, okay, uh, slight spoilers for people that give a fuck. Like, no, I'm not doing any plot spoilers or anything, really, but... I'm going to be as vague as possible, but it's possible for people to die via plot devices, depending on what path you pick. Oh. So huh. you may, characters that you may have an interest in getting, you may recruit them. Then they uh, die. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know about it, but you can steal people from other uh, houses. Okay. Uh, as you're teaching them, depending on what stats you train in them, uh, and whatever, th- like you can do things and they'll say, okay, I'll come and join this house now or whatever. You're like, okay, cool. But depending on what path you pick, people from different houses will die. Apparently, no matter what you, no matter what. So, according oh. to plot, plot choice, plot decisions can kill certain characters. It's not that many, apparently, but some of them will be killed. Okay, good to know. Okay. Awesome. Um, I don't know if you want, would like, want to look that up ahead, so you're not wasting time investigating a character that's going to die, depending on what path you pick, but it's a, it's a thing that's out there, apparently. Okay, so I will definitely have to look that up because nothing would piss me off more than to work on a character like that in Fire Emblem and have them die because for some reason other than me making a stupid choice in combat. So, um, okay, well, that's whatever. But that'll be uh, the next review, which means I'm definitely trying to beat Trails before... I get fired. Well, you said chapter six. So that means you're one chapter away from the end, pretty much. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm pretty close, so um, it shouldn't be shouldn't be a big deal. Just I have a very limited gaming schedule, um, because uh, and like we were talking pre-show, starting in September, I will essentially have um full custody of my daughter, like. All the time, not just five days a week, but seven days a week, potentially. So um, that could cut into that, 
but we'll see. She's 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 she plays by herself most of the time, so it's really not an issue. But um, you know, you got to do stuff. Like you can't, I can't just sit there and play video games all day. I got to be like, hey, we have to develop your mind and social skills, child. I can't yeah. just, daddy can't just sit here and uh, I have to be a parent at some point during the day. So um. Yeah, no, uh, but that'll be our next review. Our review after Trails will be um, Fire Emblem. Our next episode should be Trails of Cold Steel. Should be. Should be. I mean, something could happen. I could I could lose an appendage. You know, you never know. I don't want to promise well, anything. The place I'm staying has Wi-Fi, so I should be able to make a recording. Then. I mean, even if I could call you on your phone and get a recording out of it if we had to... Like I've, I have the technology, so um, we have the technology. That's right. We can re- rebuild him. We can rebuild him. We can. We have the technology. We can podcast. Uh, exactly. So uh, we'll figure it out, buddy. Um, but Sounds yeah, no. Uh, I mean, we're probably gonna need a short game between Gold Steel and uh, Three Houses. I think. Do you have any thoughts? I I had a well, list. I C- put a list. C-Tan somewhere. and Cujo keep blasting my ass about Cosmic Star heroines. So How long is it though? I didn't think it was. It fit in our. Apparently, it's like eight to ten hours. Ugh, that's kind of on the long end of what we're looking for. Bullshit! This says eleven and a half hours. Sixteen for completionist. Well, I guess they rushed through it. I don't know what to tell you. They said it's short. So I'll tell them. I'll, t- I'll make sure to tell them. Obviously, we're not playing that. Cujo, Ctan, whoever else in Discord. That's too long. It's too long for a short game. I need something I can play in a day. God damn it. Maybe we give it a go. I don't know. I just don't feel like. I guess we do Undertale. Ooh, Undertale's a good choice. How long is Undertale? Six and a half hours, apparently. Unless you do everything that's twenty hours. Maybe we do Undertale. Like I was also looking at like uh like I was basically on uh like PSN and looking at all the RPGs like on the low end of the price spectrum like all those two and three dollar little bullshit RPGs. Okay. There's a, there's a few of them that I'd like to play. That in uh it's not a short game but for like an actual game. I want to play this. Uh, have you seen the this Fell Seal game on on Steam? Yeah, I pre-purchased it. Okay. Because that's uh, that's what I do with my money. I wasted. <laughs> So I'd like to play that sometime, but who knows? I'm not trying to. Uh, let's do that after. Uh, I know let's... we're not supposed to be planning shit out, but let's do it after three houses and fuck it. Let's let's see how we're feeling after three houses. How about that? Another strategy game, bam. Because we could we could we could we could have our eyes on a whole separate prize after three houses. So um, tentatively, after three houses, we'll play Felsey, but um, we'll see. Um. I don't really have anything else, man. Like, I feel like this has been super short. Like, has it? Uh, I mean, the game was super short, so. Yeah, an hour's an hour. Like, I mean, there. And honestly, like, we. Unfortunately, it's a much better game than 8 Bit Adventures, but there was more to talk about in 8 Bit Adventures, so. Because it sucked. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, so definitely better than 8 Bit. Not as good as to the moon. Uh, yeah, I'd say that. So, yeah. 
Which is weird, because like to the moon, to the moon used so much fucking RPG maker assets. Yeah, and shit. And but it had just a, I guess, more compelling experience tied to it. That's so. exactly true. Because this, this is just it is a gimmick. It is purely a gimmick. Um, and I guess that speaks kind of like to what we look to in games as well. Like, like to the moon had a solid plot that brought us through the whole thing. So I feel like if this had focused more on the plot and less on the gimmick, we probably would have liked it better. Yeah. So they they could have probably cut out half of the fucking unlock gimmick shit that they spent time working on and developed the, the plot a little bit better, yeah. and it would have been a superior product. But yeah, like like instead of it just being like random chess or something, it could be you could have been like a hero like rebuilding the world after it had been destroyed, like it had been broken down to its base components, and like you're putting yeah. it back together. Like or or even I'm watching I just started watching this anime called Dororo and the main character uh, is as a as a, a fresh baby coming out of the womb was cursed by these twelve demons and apparently a bunch of shit was taken from him like his eyes his nose all his huh. senses his skin his nerve endings and he he starts to get I'm only on like episode three but he's killed a demon and he's gotten his skin back so I feel like. That is a unique concept concept that could have been kind of done in this, where the demon guy has destroyed the world or something, and he has imbued his demon brethren with like sixteen bit fucking graphics or music, and you kill it, and you get you unlock that in the world again, and you free yeah. it. Who knows, man? Who uh, knows? What's done is done. What's done is done. Completely done. It's been put away and removed from my phone and I'm moving on with my life. It's the, the box has been checked. Speaking of checking boxes, uh, you can go on over to our website, <laughs> the RPG show. That was the smoothest transition <laughs> I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> uh, you can visit our uh, website, the RPG show.com. You can, we're on Facebook at the RPG show rpg podcast on twitter uh you can email us podcast at the rpg show.com be sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes um if you haven't why the fuck not you're a terrible person go do that uh we have an affiliate link for amazon so those that buy shit on amazon you know just go on over the website and you click that it doesn't cost you anything extra we just take some of that money right out of jeff bezos fucking pocket and put it in ours. That's what happens. Now his wife doesn't get any of that shit anymore either. So yeah, so we the, we gotta we gotta stick it to the man, fight the power. That's what we're doing. Uh yeah, I think that's it. Oh, mm. listen to our buddies Blaine and James over at the Is It Worth the Podcast, part of the Retro RPG uh, podcast feed. Now they are bringing back video games, the movie soon. That's what I heard on the last show. Why? I mean, that's great. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this shit's it's the best intro I've ever heard in a podcast, man. Like, calm your tits. Like, uh, Nick, I, I'm Nick, just being, I'm being an asshole. Just, yeah, because you, you don't listen to podcasts. So, like, shut your face hole. You got... <laughs> like, just, my thought process was, it's been defunct. Obviously, some... They, they thought it wasn't good enough, but if they've revised their format or whatever they're trying to do people get busy dog they're great people get busy dog like calm 
mellow your melons, all right? Like, you don't have to open your mouth and have raw sewage pour out of it all the time. I do, damn it. I, but, I, but I do. I know. That's just who I am. God damn it. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know why. That's why I'm not allowed out in public. That's why, I don't know why I'm bringing Emily with me Saturday night. It sounds like the worst fucking plan ever. Like, she's going to be like, why are you friends with people like this? I'm well, like, I don't know. Yeah, it should be fine. A bit. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I won't say everything that I'm thinking. I'll do that. Uh, why not? I do. So That's true. And she can tolerate you, so that's kudos to her. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is a thing. But anyway. You haven't infected her with your misanthropy yet, have you? Oh, certainly not. Like she is, uh, she's got a, she's got a pretty good, uh, shield against it. So she does all right. Well, all right. Good. Well, until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Arigato gozaimasu. Holy fuck, you did it. <laughs>